0: Hi, welcome to OttawaChurchOfChrist.com. This morning, I want to share one of the most amazing patterns that I find is so faith-building because of the insights in which it blesses us with. The three genealogies is what I want to look at this morning coming out of the book of Genesis are absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm using uh, on my screen right here, All the Men of the Bible by Herbert Lockyer, printed by Zondervan. This is an incredible little book that you can pick up probably for about 10, 12 bucks. And all it does is it takes the person's name in the Old Testament and the New Testament and it tells you what it means because the names are Hebrew words and they have meaning to them that the Hebrews understand, but we don't. But what we're going to do with the genealogies is we're just going to take the genealogy and that's the Hebrew person's name, and we're going to match it with the English word and see if we can put make a sentence out of what he's trying to say. And I think this is very, uh, very exciting stuff. Um, First one I want to look at is the genealogy of Cain. So I've got the names and the meanings. This is kind of interesting. Cain's name means fabrication. And when you think about this, Cain fabricated the offering in which he offered to God. He didn't do the one that he was supposed to, which was a blood sacrifice, which is what Abel did. Abel offered in faith a better sacrifice. Cain fabricated his. Cain means fabrication. Then Enoch is is teacher. Irad, which is an interesting name, wild donkey, Mahalia, God is combating and you just go down through the list and here's the names of the here's the names and the definitions of those names and so now what I do is is take all these names and does it make sense is there a sentence here well in the genealogy of Cain it does because what he's saying to us through these names is the fabrication of teachers makes wild donkeys of men which God is combating if you do not use god's word but you fabricate what you're going to be teaching you're going to create wild donkeys of your students and that's what god is up against he's up against false doctrine false teachings in the body of christ and the man of god has to overthrow the temptation to and these last three names are the three names uh, of the are the three sons of lamech the temptation to glide away play away or flow from fabrication personal desires is gliding away Can I have desires? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. But are they going to pull me away from following after God? The world of entertainment, so many people get locked up in chasing after the movies, the sports, the music. The world of entertainment can pull people away from following after God. Can I be and watch movies and and sing songs? Can I get into the world of entertainment? Yes. But I have to be careful that it's not pulling me away from God. And then flowing from fabrication uh, is a really big one, I find, and that is the world of academia, uh, fabrication, putting things together. There's nothing wrong with going to university. You've got to go to university to get yourself an education. But are you putting that education greater than the word of God? That's the thing. That's the danger that the man of God has to overcome or overthrow these temptations. It's amazing that the genealogy of Cain gives us such great advice right off the bat. Let's slide into the genealogy of Adam. Adam means man. Seth appointed. Uh, Seth was appointed to replace Abel. Uh, Enoch means mortal. Men were created mortal when you think about it. It wasn't the sin in the garden that killed us. We were mortal in the beginning. Our relationship with God gave us eternal life. We got thrown out of the garden. But that was the death that he, God was talking about when we got thrown in the garden was our spiritual death, is what we need to understand. If we're created from dirt, dirt is mortal. So we were destined to die. And then you go down through the list, the begotten, the praise of God, he that descends. And like I said, get the book, look up the names, prove that this is all true, right? Uh, And you can just kind of freeze frame and just write these names down for your own uh, insight and information. Or simply go to the website and download the material. And again, go to the book and, and, and check it out. But when you look at the sentence here in the genealogy of Adam, man is appointed mortal. The begotten, new sentence, the begotten. Who's the begotten? Jesus is the only begotten of God. The praise of God, he that descends a teacher shall be sent to overthrow, giving rest. The only way to understand this sentence is to understand who Jesus Christ is and why he came into the world. Paul was, was stoned by the Jews. He was discussing and teaching who Jesus was from the Old Testament. When you can't beat somebody in the argument because you know he's winning, the only other uh, uh, thing to do is to stone him, to kill him, because you know you can't win the argument. I believe Paul was probably using stuff like this material right here, right? I mean, he's just going, well, look at Adam's genealogy. The begotten, the praise of God, he that descends, a teacher, shall be sent to overthrow, giving rest. Who else is the author talking about, right? It has to be the Christ. And then the third one to look at here is Shem's. Shem means name, one that releases peace. Eber is new life. Uh, Peleg, divide, rue, and you go down through the list, right down to Abram, exalted father. So now what's the statement that he's making? The name, there's only one name above all names, Jesus, that's the name that gets us forgiveness of sins. The name, one that releases us from our sins, gives peace, new life. It divides friends. When you become a Christian, you're going to lose friends, right? The branch See, the name is something you can't see, but the branch is something physical. And I believe when he says the branch slays all turning from the exalted father, I believe that's the second coming of Jesus Christ. When he shows up in the physical, in that new immortal body, that's going to be the judgment day and people will be divided. Those going to new earth, those going to a place called hell is the warning in the genealogy of Shem. What are we seeing here? We're seeing a man who was raised in the 14th century BC by the Egyptians, Moses. These guys that were all superstitious. He writes the first five books of the Bible, and in, as he's writing this, he writes down the genealogies. Does he invent this stuff? Let me say that I believe Moses could have created that sentence with 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 um, Cain's genealogy but there's no way he could have come up with what Adam's genealogy teaches about the begotten the one the praise of God he that descends a teacher there's no way he could have come up with that and total impossibility for him to come up with this, these two sentences right here with the genealogy of Shem what are we seeing here you can understand the Old Testament through the eyes of the New Testament Jesus came to show us the truth that he is the one and through this right here, there's no argument. The Bible had to be written by God. Nobody else could have done this. No one else has, has ever done this in the history of the world. To, to actually make a statement through a genealogy of people. And here we have three, making three absolute incredible statements. Get Lockyer's book, prove me wrong. But if you prove me right, you have to come up and say, okay, who did write the Bible? And that's the lesson we'd like to share with you this morning. Thank you for joining us.